there's a whole world out there of people that need you to serve them. You are now investing your time and your energy and you are stepping up to be that person and that woman who makes investments like this, who takes her business seriously, who's willing to go all in, who is driven, who is ambitious, who is going to make shit happen no matter what. This is Focused, Fierce, and Financially Free. Here's your host, Jen Scalia. Welcome, my loves, to Focus, Fierce, and Financially Free. This is your quick bite podcast for online entrepreneurs who want to create wealth and freedom with their business. You are in the right place if you are looking for the mindset and strategy to get seen, known, and paid online. I'm your host, Jen Scalia, success and wealth strategist. I just want to thank you for being here. Each and every week, I deliver a short 15 to 20 minute training on how to build wealth from the inside out. Get a little bit of strategy, a little bit of mindset, and a healthy dose of tough love with 100% authentic, real, raw advice on how to navigate this crazy world of entrepreneurship. So today, we're going to be diving into who the fuck are you? And once you nail this down, you will literally become unstoppable because here's the deal. There's lots of noise out there online in our news feeds. And if you can't find a way to stand out and attract your people, someone else will. And so today we're talking about how to have a message that is so connected to your core that you can't help but shout it from the rooftop. This message is going to seep into your ideal client's soul so that they will find a way anyway, to work with you. No more chasing. We attract. And with a strong and powerful message, your ideal clients will be running to you literally with credit cards in hand. Just a side note here, I'm going to ask you to get really, really real with yourself today and put some of those visibility fears aside so that you can begin to get paid literally just for being you. I get so many questions from people about the clarity around their message and that they just feel like they're not connected with their message. I just see it all the time. And I was even at this point a lot of times in my business. So I'm really excited to be able to untangle some of the stuff because honestly, it really isn't about the logistics per se or like saying the right things. It's really more about connecting in with who you are and how that shows up in the world, how you're presenting that to the world. So here's the deal. There's noise online, right? Lots of it. And if you can't find a way to stand out and attract your people, someone else will. So you have to have a message that really is so connected to your core, to your soul, that you can't help but talk about it. You can't help to shout it from the rooftop. So you have to be really, really connected to your offer, in love with your offer so much that you can't shut up about it, right? Same thing with your message. And I'm sure that you can see already how explosive things can be when you you have the right offer and the right messaging and getting that in front of the right people. So your message really has to seep into your clients, your ideal client's soul, that they find a way, any way to work with you. Now, I know that I've seen instances where someone might tell me like, oh, so-and-so owes me money, but then I see that person spending like thousands or tens of thousands of dollars on a mastermind and, you know, it doesn't make sense from the surface, right? Like, oh, how does that person not have money or how does that person owe me money? But then they're spending all of this money on a mastermind. And it's because for whatever reason, they felt so connected to this other person and their message and their offer that they found a way to work with them. From this moment forth, there is no more chasing, okay? Millionaires don't chase, they attract. And with a strong and powerful message, your ideal clients will be literally running to you with their credit cards in hand. 
So let's dive into who the fuck are you? The reason why messaging sometimes feels off or like there's a lack of clarity around it is a few different reasons. Either you're trying to be someone that people like, right? So it could be a little off from who you really are or a lot off from who you really are. The second thing is that you may be trying to filter your true self or your true message as to not ruffle feathers. Usually this also comes with ego, like, you know, oh, I'm afraid of like what my parents will think, or I'm afraid of what my friends will think if I post this, you know, that kind of stuff that's going on in our head. The third thing is trying to do and say things that you think will sell versus just doing and saying what you want. This is a huge one too. We get sometimes really caught up in like the logistics and how do I properly create my elevator pitch and what line should I use here and how should I put these words together? And like I said, there's so many instances and so many examples and so much evidence of the people who just go out there and be themselves and do the things they want to do and say the things they want to say. And it doesn't make any sense, but they are connecting. They are selling, right? It doesn't make sense in the technical world of like, oh, they don't have this in place. Oh, they don't have that in place. But it doesn't matter because their message is so powerful and people are attracted to not just their message, but them. So in today's lesson, I'm going to be asking you to just get really, really real with yourself and put some visibility fears aside so that you can begin to really get paid literally to be you. How awesome does that sound? I'm going to do a couple exercises with you. So make sure that you have a pen and paper, pause this if you don't have it, go get one. And I'm going to walk through some scenarios and walk through some journaling prompts for you. Again, like we always do, awareness, right? The more we're aware of the things that are happening and why we're doing certain things and how things are coming across, we can pivot and we can shift and we can change it. So the first thing is on a scale of one to 10, how much of the true you are you being online? Again, I want you to be super, super honest with yourself about this. A few years back, maybe maybe about 18 months back, I was like super, I am super available online. I show up online. I say things I want to say. But there's still a part of me that I feel like, hmm, I'm only really like 80% myself online. Like I feel like I could be so much more. So I really want you guys to think about that. Like don't just jump and say, oh yeah, it's 10. Like really think about it. Are there things that you have been holding back? So on a scale of one to 10, how much of the true you are you being online? So now we're going to go into some exercises or some journaling type prompts to kind of figure out what else is going on here. So the first question that I have for you is who were you before you got online? So before you had this public persona, before your entire life was entangled on social media, everybody can see what you're doing and you had to impress people and you had to get in front of buyers. Who were you then? Second question is, who are you with your closest friends, family, spouse, or children? This is really telling because we want to be able to integrate our business and our personal brand with our life. And so there really shouldn't be a difference about who you are online and who you are at home. And I'm talking really just more of like the fire in you or maybe a little attitude or a little quirkiness or maybe just some of your beliefs. Who are you with your closest friends, family, spouse, or children? What parts of you have you been hiding online? So here we're going to get really, really real. There's kind of two parts to this question or kind of like an either or for this question to make it a little bit easier for you to figure this out. What parts of you have been hiding online? If something comes up instantly for you, perfect. If not, I want you to make a list of things that you've wanted to say online, but you haven't 
because of fear or judgment. How many times have you caught yourself writing a post and then not putting it out there? How many times have you caught yourself writing a post or a newsletter and then changing it because you think people won't like this or this will ruffle feathers or this will make so-and-so mad? How many times have you just filtered yourself online? So try to make a list of all the times that you wanted to do that and you haven't been. If you can get really specific about what it was or why, that's also really, really going to be helpful. The next question I have now is what makes you feel the most vulnerable? So for sure, vulnerability is a trait of a leader, someone that can be with themselves and understand where they are, share that with others in a way that evokes compassion and feeling and just being human, really. Like to me, when I think about being vulnerable, like that really just means, yeah, I'm showing you my human. I'm showing you I'm human. I'm not some super powered, superhero online personality. Like I'm a real person. I've had to deal with this a lot with people, like with personal things happening. Maybe their partner left them. They're going through a divorce. Something happens with their child. Their pet passes away. I've actually seen that happen multiple times over the past like month. And it's really sad. You fight with yourself over do I get to or should I be sharing this? Should I be talking about this online? Should I be allowing this to affect my work? But reality is that our work is our life. So what makes you feel the most vulnerable? Next, I want you to think about if there was no fear, if fear didn't exist in you and you knew that you would be successful, no matter what you did, no matter what you said, no matter what you tried, what would you say and do? So if fear was non-existent, what would you say or do? If you really knew you were fully supported, what would your message really be? It's another two-parter question there. So the first question is, if there was no fear, what would you say and what would you do? And to tack on to that, if you knew that you were fully supported no matter what, what would your message really be? Now I have a few simple exercises. You may have heard these before. You may have done these before. If you've taken any of my trainings before, you definitely have done this before. But these are two to three kind of things that I have for you guys. Just think about it. Just think about it. Write it down. What's the first instinct? What comes to mind? To just kind of get those wheels turning again. Like, where am I hiding? Where am I not being 100% raw? Where am I not being authentic? Where am I, you know, filtering myself? The first one is your billboard. So if you had an opportunity to have a billboard on a Los Angeles highway where hundreds of thousands of people a day would see your message, what would the message say? Clear and concise. Do not overthink this. The first thing that comes to your head is probably the answer. Don't try to make it fancy. Don't try to make it pretty. What would you say? And remember, billboard is not that big. So you only have maybe one or two lines to get your message across. What is it? The next one's really similar. What would be on your gravestone? Two lines, maybe. What would it say about who you are? To expand on this one a little bit, what do you want people to say about you when you're gone? This one can be a little bit longer. What do you want people to say about you when you're gone? Your legacy. And this is morbid. I don't want you guys to think about dying, but I really want you to look at this from a different perspective. Like at the end of your days, at the end of your life, do you want people to just be like, she was okay? Oh yeah, I remember her. Or do you want people to be like, oh my God, this woman was a saint. She was an angel on earth. She helped so many people. 
She was amazing. She lived an incredible life. What do you want people to say about you when you're gone? And do you think that they would say that right now with how you're showing up presently today? So what do you want people to say about you when you're gone, your legacy? And once you have that written out, I want you to look at it, read it, embrace it, enjoy it, and then ask yourself, do you think that they would say this right now with how you're showing up presently? I've done this multiple times in a lot of my challenges and in some of my paid programs. It's the soapbox video. So everyone should kind of know what the soapbox is, right? It's like if you were in a crowd, you got on your soapbox, you had the attention of people for two minutes, 120 seconds. What would you say? You have two minutes to say what the heck you want to say or forever hold your peace, essentially. One of my other mentors called this a guns blazing video. So if you were really to just come out and be like, I am here, I'm drawing a line in the sand, this is who I am, this is what I stand for, this is who I be, guns a blazing, what would you say in those two minutes? So I want you to think about that, but don't overthink about it. What do you need to say? Say it. Connect with that. So that's it for today's lesson. Wow, that was intense. This is actually a lesson from one of my programs called Meant for Millions and really was just one of those things that just like really got me at the heart. Also, my clients who heard this lesson were just like, wow, this is so powerful. And I really want you to see how powerful this is when you really uncover who you are and start to unfilter yourself, really connecting in with your message. Not only are you going to feel unstoppable, but you are going to create major waves in your industry. You're literally going to have people that are just coming out of the woodworks, wanting whatever it is that you have, wanting to buy whatever it is that you have for sale. So I really hope that you enjoyed this lesson and that you take it to heart and that you do the steps that I outlined in the lesson today. Take some time with it and feel free to post your soapbox video, your your guns blazing video into the private free Facebook group, Ambitious Babes, Online Entrepreneurs Making Bank. I would love to see how you're taking these lessons and these podcasts every week and applying it to your business because I know that if you can do this and if you really focus, you can make major waves, major changes in not only your life and your business, but your bank account and how you impact other people. So make sure that you check out the show notes for this episode. It's at jenscalia.com forward slash E27. That's the letter E and the number 27. As always, I have some goodies on the show notes for you, some links, some extra stuff for you. And make sure that you come back for the next episode. Each and every Tuesday, a new episode is released, a short, quick, powerful training that you can take and apply to your business and your life right away. I'll see you next time. Let's keep this conversation going. Join us in the private discussion group, The Ambitious Babe, where ambitious, driven online entrepreneurs go to get the mindset and strategy to grow and scale their online empires. Join The Ambitious Babe at jenscalia.com slash tribe.